when we were talking earlier, you, I was asking how I should introduce you. Mm. And you mentioned some things that are very fascinating and I want you to talk a little bit mm -hmm. more about it. And one of the things you mentioned was Awakener of Awakeners. Yes. And I said, wow, what does what that is mean? That? <laughs> <laughs> um, as I, I, you know, this weird thing I call myself as the fairy woman, you know, the people that are, are living the human life, which is just basically by expectations, uh, rules, regulations, no fault, no responsibility, right. living that path that everybody else has laid out for them. There is no consciousness. Um, I'm not addressing religion, because religion is another form of, uh, of control, and if it can lift a person's consciousness and spirit and live in its truth as it was originally designed for great, it has become another form of control, of fear, and of everything else. Mm -hmm. So if one can find that, that consciousness that speaks to them, that helps them be whole, more power to them. But the so awakening... for us then what is an awakened person? So the awakening is, is, is there are a lot of people, and, and I noticed when I watched your interview with Joy, That's you asked her when did she start coming into this, and she yeah. said the year 2000. Um, and then it, it woke her up and she took this journey and then it's led her to the energy healing. Right. What you've had from about 94 is many, many people who walk such different paths in life suddenly become awakened. And then they, without really knowing what happened. Not them. knowing what happened, most of the time like a brick on the head, and they're forced to go down this road because the conviction and the desire and the passion to do so without the understanding why, why has yeah. taken them and now they have become those conscious leaders or healers um, that are now helping the, the next level of people go up. So I work a lot with those people that have awoken or that are the next awakeners, the people that have, have embraced that spirit and are, are stepping over into that realm and through the work that they have done in their lives and now embracing it along with the conscious energy um, will go on to be those those spiritual healers and wakeners and people that will be out there to help. So I kind of help them see their possibilities and find that purpose, that cosmic spiritual purpose. So it must be quite a process. Uh, it is, it is. I mean, some people I've worked with 13, 15 years and it's, a, you know, it's an in and out journey. And for some people I may only see them once and they pass on. I am also a professional reader. Right. I don't call myself a fortune teller at all. Basically, I'm a map reader, I'm a path reader. I can tell you where you are now, what you are needing to release, and what paths lay before you. Right. It is up to you to make that commitment to walk them, but I can help you find that path in which to walk and that purpose that is calling you. Can you speak a little bit about the different tools on your journey that have helped you get to where you are? Well, I'm a Romani reader, a gypsy reader, so I read ordinary cards and gypsy cards, and those cards are very, very good tools for me of kind of telling me what's within the vicinity, and I use them mm -hmm. for myself. I can't connect to them vibrationally myself, but I, I can see them enough in the pathway. Um, I use true colors, which is... Uh, a personality identification, which most industries and governments and police forces and everything use. They use to identify whether you are the right personality for the job. Um, it isn't the only aspect of you, but it's one that they will use to define you. Um, but in understanding who you are and how other people perceive you through your conversation, um, you learn to adjust your language, your personality language, to speak to people in theirs so that there is a better communication. So it's just another understanding tool. Um, I've Many things I've gathered along the way that I use as tools because they've resonated with me. 
uh, I do a view on life which is um, quite fascinating. It, it awakens people to really how they see life and it, and it really becomes quite a mind opener to, to some people. I didn't know I thought that way. And again, in understanding how you think, you now know, you know what you can do about it and how to take those steps forward. So there's many tools that I use. So I don't know why I'm asking this, but do you have a relationship with minerals and crystals? I love minerals and crystals. They're always around with me. Um, I don't understand what the stones are in the sense of this means this and this means that. It's just what resonates with me. I also love runes. Oh, wow. And the runes, are, I, I used to do the I Ching, but it's so very complicated and it really is very hard to translate to people. And when I connected to the runes, I just found it to be really... Um, I, am, I am a spirit of wind and uh, it, it really in the last few years I have been what you call grounded and I had to become more earthbound to really feel the vibration of the earth and uh, had to kind of feel the pain of the earth so I know what to do about it. Um, I have to say, it's been painful <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> because this earth and the people are in a lot of pain and I prefer to be up there in the wind where I can release that, but um, how did you make that connection and the runes are very, very good on that. So did and you do that through a process of a shamanic journey or...? Um, just for me it's what resonates. I can walk into a store like this and, and something will draw to me, a book something that will connect to me and uh, the, it speaks to me. I don't meditate like people do, I don't mantra like people do, I don't do that for, for me. So when you walked you know. into this store, what resonated to you? Oh, well, I want to go looking. <laughs> <laughs> Something out here is calling me and I just got to go over there and find out what it is. <laughs> I want to go looking. <laughs> so Sarah's going to be with us in August for a presentation and I just want to ask Sarah if she could tell us a little bit about what you can expect in this presentation. Well, when you asked me to do this, it was again, it was like, <laughs> what to do uh, because of the aspects of what I do and I can certainly touch on why I use the tools that I use right. and why I think they're very very important in order enabling you to moving forward but I really do want to address why we need to take our own leadership and why that embracing of the consciousness embracing of the spirit the soul opening up to it is absolutely dire uh, of importance to our existence and to this absolutely. earth's existence and uh, that it isn't about waiting, it is about participating, it is about being proactive to it. It's already happening. And it's happening around Catch you right now, it. get with the program, <laughs> you know, and, and basically um, of understanding why that, that responsibility is on us and, and then really addressing the tools that I do use to get there. And by that time I'll get to that meeting, I'll put a little something together, a little <laughs> exercise that will help people kind of maybe to shift Correct. a little bit. All we can do is, as practitioners is, is shift people's consciousness. And uh, as I said, I'm a, I can show people that direction, that path, the tools to go that way. The ultimate responsibility is that person taking that action. I have three things that I live by. Find something to believe in. Act on that belief. Commit to that action. Where most people That's fall beautiful. off is the commitment, commitment. to the action. <laughs> because everybody's looking to somebody else to solve the problem. And we have to take ownership of ourselves. Delete what does not serve a purpose. Embrace what does. You don't need to know everything in order to move forward, but just walk forward in your knowingness. That's beautiful. Thank you. Anything else you want to share with the audience here? Oh, um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know that we have been taught. There's so many conditions. things to be afraid of. Um, no, there isn't. No, fear is, is the most controlling factor 
in this entire planet on our human aspect. And there is always some, we've been brought up from the second we were born to be afraid of something. Listen to your orders, don't rock the boat, don't try and be different. And we're not taught to, to embrace our creativity, to embrace our spirituality, to be different, to embrace what speaks to us. We're not allowed to listen in. And we're very much dictated by the out. And we have to start listening in and allow our inner to come out in order to really be that whole person that we all want to be. I, I, I often say that, or I believe, that those who are telling us not to look within don't know how to look within. No, they don't. So. They're, they're living what I call the art of conditioning. It's, it's the environmentalism, the way you were brought up by your parents, by your schools, by your religious leaders. And it is a... It is a, a, a format that they live out of fear as well, or control, depending on which side of the fence they're on. And uh, this belief that you know, you'll be crucified for independent thought, uh, for independent spirit, for independent purpose, and, and that you can worship the collective, which is the consciousness of, of the gods, of ourselves, of everything. And it's not one religion, it's not one god, it is a collective of everything. And that, that is not blasphemy. It doesn't matter what religion you come from. Right. It, it is, many people go to church and never ever connect. You know, be a part of that collective and you will connect to the divine. It doesn't matter what you want to call it. It's connecting. Yeah. And, but it really and you does can still come to go us. to church and connect. You can still, and, <laughs> and, but it's go to church with a different consciousness in mind. Go to church with a different purpose. Don't look to those religious leaders to tell you what to do as we don't look to politicians to tell us what to do because we'll know we'll go wrong <laughs> it is the ownership of ourselves and for that we need to look in we need to understand what does not serve us we need to walk forward in in actually a selfishness of making ourselves whole it's like oxygenating ourselves if we're not breathing we can't help somebody else breathe so learn to be whole within yourself and balanced and of one spirit you now can enable somebody else and be a part of that collective. And if church is where you feel that connection, great, but it shouldn't be the only place. It should be something that is in your your 24-hour day. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Pleasure. Astral Connections is about connections. I really enjoyed my first one. I enjoyed it too. Thank you very much. Thank you.